is. Happy yep. Friday, buddy. How are you? Good. How's it going with you? It's going well. I know you're you're used to uh, when you and I first talk. You're used to saying you didn't hit record, dummy. But uh, usually we're but live. We did a first try this time. I know we we're we're live. We're recording and and everything. It's Friday. What's going on, everybody? I know we got some people out there. It's Brandon Wilhelms. Did you guys see the cover on the pit game? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Of course, uh, I had the over in that game, so I had already pretty much lost interest. But yeah, unbelievable. It's like the Lord said, let there be rain so Pitt can cover. And that's exactly what happened. T-Train in the house. The hurricane-like northeast. Connie is in the house as well. Connie, let me see. Uh, Connie Speck, hey, what's going on? Connie says, let's go, LFG. Uh, T-Trade, you got one of those uh, bomb cyclones up there in the Northeast? Scott, are you feeling... I know I always ask you... Uh, I always ask you what the weather's doing, and you, always, you never know, because you always like, I've been inside all day. I tell you, I'm indoors. <laughs> you, know, you know what the weather's doing there today? I mean, these naps aren't going to take themselves, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Michelle, where's in the house? She said, uh, it feels like it's going to be a good cash day. I'm feeling that. Connie Speck from Mozambique. What the hell? Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Africa in the house. Very nice. Global. Huh? Global. That's We're going right, global. G-Money says, let's get it. Brandon Kubas in the house. It's happy Friday. UFC card looking like some close fights. Scott, you going to do your uh, UFC thing? Uh, I'm going to look through the fights tonight. I'll see if I like anything. I should end up making a video at some point, but let's just say we were rather spoiled by last week's card. Good point. Uh, Barry says, tell Reichel he's looking cute today. Well, Barry, Thank you, you. you just did Thank that. you very much. <laughs> I think you look like you do every other day. You're, you're a handsome... Extra layer of blush today. You're a, han you're a handsome lad. And, and a swarthy... You know, the company got us the makeup person. I'm just making the most of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. It is good to be here. I've had a nightmarish 24 hours. Uh, just I, I, You know what? I, 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 I ran into you. I thought it was going to rain on the air. I don't even care anymore. I, I lost power. I have a giant sinkhole 15 feet from my apartment, and it's causing hellacious problems. Are we going to get any college basketball picks today? I don't know. Fuck, well, you said you're looking at the Auburn game. Brandon and I made a video about the Auburn game, like, I don't know, 10 hours ago, give or take. Was so, it a, is it a porno? Uh, it is not. Is it? Is it it on, was a play on, on the Auburn game. Is it on Auburn Hub? Uh, not quite. All right. Uh, Reichel predicted the exact method of Smith over eight and a half receiving yards late dump pass that uh, Smythe. Yeah, it was when Miami was trying to run up the clock. Yeah. They had a play action play, and Smythe was wide open for like 15 yards or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, by the way, what was up with not covering Albert Wilson down the uh, down the stretch there? Oh, they sent them in motion. Oh, well, there you somebody go. Forgot to, somebody forgot to follow him. I think it was even more upsetting because I have Miles Gaskin on my fantasy team. I do too. And on both of my course, teams, he's by at, the way. He's at the two. He got the first down. And then Tua has to time, time completely to just hog the rushing touchdown. Time to give it to Tua. God damn it. That just pretty much summed up how that game went for me. Oh, you know what? Let's get to it. We got a lot to talk about today. By the way, this is Doubleheader Friday, everybody. As Ernie Banks said, why not just do two? And that's what we're going to do. We're doing the Friday edition of Heading Back to the Window. And by golly, I'm going to set a record for earliest I've ever remembered it. Don't forget to smash that like button. Don't forget to rate and review if you're doing it on podcast or if you're downloading this from somewhere else. 
whatever sort of positive feedback you can give us to make us look good in front of our bosses, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, if you got nothing else going on, hang tight because about five, ten minutes after this show ends, we're going to get our shit together and we're going to do our top 25 college show. So there you go. Stay tuned for that. And then tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, we'll be doing our NFL show. We'll just we'll just put that right on the schedule. So there you have it. That's gonna That pretty much lays out the weekend for us. But as far as yesterday goes, we got to get to it. Let's find out who took it in the shorts, Scott. Who had those horrible beats? I made some bad picks. I didn't have to worry about losing in the end, uh, except for one of them. We'll talk about that on today's edition of Call the Cops. All right, Scott. Well, here is uh, here is one. Ask and ye shall receive. I believe this was mentioned earlier already. And this is going to be the North Carolina pit game. And if you had North Carolina plus six and a half, you got to see him mount that furious comeback in the second half as Pitt scored how many points in the third and fourth quarter, Scott? Not many. I believe it was zero. I believe it was zero. That is correct. And that makes it tough to hit a fucking over, I'll tell you that much. But I digress because Tritt, Tritt, Pitt trailed by three points with... uh, or excuse me, uh, yeah, with uh, 112. Now North, North Carolina, North Carolina trailed, by, trailed by, three. by three. Sorry, with 112 left in the fourth quarter. His first and goal at the two-yard line. Settled for the field goal. Oh, that's Even not- turn it over on downs. Anything but the field goal and you win. Yeah, that's not that's not good. Fumble the ball, interception, whatever. Uh, they did none of that. They kicked the field goal. The only thing you couldn't stand because the game goes into overtime. Funny shit happens in overtime, even with six and a half points. Scott, you think in overtime, you know, maybe you win by a field goal, maybe a two-point conversion. You still got a chance, right? Eh, nope. North Carolina did exactly, or uh, you, uh, Pitt did exactly what you were afraid of. Scored a touchdown in first possession and then held North Carolina as Sam Howell tried to throw a fourth and 12 pass into a howling rainstorm, if you will. That's a welcome to Bad Pun Friday. North Carolina loses by seven. Sheesh. Call the cops. And if you had hockey, if you had the Flames and Canadians under five and a half uh, goals, you had five goals with less than one minute to go. Montreal is up one. You know where this is going. Pull the goalie. Six seconds left. Montreal empty netter. Game landed six. Empty net, empty bet. Can I start? Can I make that a thing? Can I make that should be on a T-shirt? Can I make that a hashtag, Scott? Yeah. Am I hashtagging right? I don't know if it's a hashtag, but it belongs on a shirt. Fair enough. All right, guys. Uh, And the last one. This is going to be kind of a uh, kind of a little root because there's going to be some other there's going to be some other ones attached to this. But if you had Lamar Jackson to really fucking do anything last night, you were disappointed. Except if you had Lamar Jackson to throw an interception, you were in good shape. But if you had him to throw no interception, you thought you were going to win that bet because there's 43 seconds left in the game. They got the ball at the 12 yard line. It's third and goal. They had a penalty, blah, blah, blah. For God's sakes, just run the ball into the end zone, throw a little quick out, anything. Uh, No, why don't you throw it into triple coverage and uh, just finish the game off with an interception. How about that? If you had Lamar Jackson, no interception. Oh, Jesus. So close. But you were just 43 seconds away. It's time to call the cops. And for my personal play of the day, Mm -hmm. I had the rushing attempts. Over nine and a half. How many did he have? He had nine. I think it closed at ten and a half. I saw it go to like 150 at nine and a half on DraftKings, and I saw some books have ten and a half. 
the play before that, he had he threw it to Andrews in triple coverage. He escapes the pocket. He's rolling up. You see he has four free yards with no defenders near him, and he could get out of bounds. He's maybe half a yard behind the line of scrimmage. I thought he might accidentally cross the line of scrimmage. Nah, let's throw it into triple coverage. He was right there. I was so damn close to getting it, but I didn't get it. it well, is what it is. let me tell you a little story about how I don't give a shit whether Lamar Jackson ran that ball or not, because what he needed to do was throw a pass for two more yards, because I had as my play of the day, Scott, Lamar Jackson over 239 and a half yards passing. Now, I'll be the first to admit we had no business to be in a position to win this bet whatsoever, but because Baltimore was behind for most of the second half, Lamar Jackson ended up throwing, sitting at 238, the ball on the 12-yard line. For God's sakes, just throw something. He threw, he, he was under pressure. He threw that against the grain. I think he tried to hit Andrews there on second down. Uh, it was just a terrible wounded duck pass. And that was our last shot as he throws the interception on third. Holy shit. Just call the cops and tell them to stay. Everybody took it in the everybody took it in the rump because of Lamar Jackson. Good grief. I still don't understand. Your team has three points in the first three quarters. How does Lamar only have six carries and one was a kneel down? What what other offense do you have? You can't throw the ball. You've been trying these stupid wide receiver screen passes for three quarters. Maybe you should try a QB draw something. The guy who had 120 rushing yards last week maybe should run the ball more than nine times. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's absolutely. Oh, Brownsbacker. Good to see Brownsbacker, by the way. Nathan Cern as well. Brandon Zervis is here. Uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's uh, let's talk about some call the cops from the from the uh, from the gang. Uh, Brownsbacker said the freaking uh, roughing the penalty. Uh, brutal. Roughing the passer. There were two roughing of them. The, the, the first one the was not as bad as the other one. The second one was just a. It was one of the dumber calls you'll ever see. Is he? He's trying to jump to knock down the pass. Right. I, I don't know what he's supposed to he, do. He didn't hit him in the head. Hit him in the shoulder pad. It looked like he was going to sweep across his face mask, but he didn't. Um, you know, Scott. They had what did they get? They had ninety two. They had ninety two yards on that last drive and. Uh, what? I think 35 of them were from penalties. 35 like, were from penalties, yeah. right? Yeah, just ridiculous. It's Something like that. But if you actually rewatch some of the big plays there, the huge pass to Wilson, which kind of iced the game for Miami, if you rewatch that, Tua got absolutely decapitated mm-hmm. and there was no penalty at all. Yeah. So I don't, know what's a, I don't know what's a flag and what's not. Yep, yep, absolutely correct. Uh, stupid Ravens burned me on three teasers this year. At minus a one and a half, minus a half, minus a half. They are dead to me, says Brandon Zerfus. The entire AFC, man. I'm going to have to start treating them like the Pac-12. I, I just can't bet on a team from the AFC. I can't do it. Agreed. All right, let's find out the good news. Because we've certainly we've certainly got a lot of people in the call the cops boat here with the Baltimore Ravens. But Scott, maybe there was some good news out there. Maybe this was you. You know who you are. Because you had a nice, easy victory. Why? Because you were sitting in the rocking chair, baby. So the first one was a play that a couple of people I know had. It was IUPUI and Evansville under 130 and a half. 42 points in the first half. Game landed 100. Uh, In other words, moo. We hit that by 40%, Scott. We had a 40% winner. They, they should all be that easy, right? I think the game was under about three minutes in. 
Yeah, <laughs> very nice. Yeah, so if you had IUPUI Evansville under 130 and a half, congratulations for tailing a couple of winners here, guys, as uh, you were sitting in the rocking chair. Now, if you had the Vermont Catamounts plus six and a half over Northern Good Iowa. team, by the way. A game, a Good ga- team. A game we talked about. Where did we land on that, Scott? I honestly don't remember. Don't I said I liked from I said I liked the under in that game, which got there. Okay. I think that was around 132. Well, you uh, if you had Vermont plus the points, you didn't have to worry about those points. You didn't even need them. They never trailed in the game, Scott. Never trailed, not once, not by two, not by ten, not by a hundred. Never trailed. They won by 14. Northern Iowa maybe have some problems there in the MVC. Vermont Catamounts, good team as they usually are, plus six and a half. No worries there. Sitting in a rocking chair. Vermont was also missing arguably its best player in that game, mm-hmm. and yet it still managed to win the game handily. Is it Maple Johnson? It is not. It's not. But they, they have a, they have a squad, so keep an eye on them in their conference. They should go dancing. But looking at the last game, if you had the college football game with North Carolina and Pitt under seventy two, money came in on the under because of some really let's just say poor weather that ended up hitting. But if you had it. You had 46 points after the fourth quarter, and you're thinking of the doomsday overtime scenarios. And then it started to turn into an actual monsoon, and you realize North Carolina couldn't throw the ball more than two yards. So the game ended up going under by twenty by about 19 points. Yeah, that was the rain you were worried about hitting the, down, the Dolphins game. Yeah. Turns out it looked like the rain that hit the Dolphins game offensively because I don't know what it was. The Ravens looked like they were in the middle of – I don't know, a blizzard, a bomb cyclone. I don't know what they were doing. If you're in the AFC North, are you feeling pretty good about yourself regardless of who you are? If you're Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, they're all five and four. Uh, or somebody's five and three in that group. And then, uh, right? And the Ravens are five. I know the Ravens are six and three. That whole, that whole AFC North division is kind of nuts. Pew, pew, pew. Yeehaw. Yeah. All right, my friend. Well, let's... Uh, Let's do it. We don't give out the golden feedback every day. Not some, not every day that somebody's on this lips, but we do have a group today. So we're going to go ahead and hand that out. Let's find out the Friday edition of Donkey of the Day. Hey, Scott, do you watch Dancing with the Stars? I do not. That is not a surprise to me. Um, I... My wife likes it, and I will occasionally watch the the show while I'm doing some work, watching the football game on my other screens. But uh, I have Suni Lee on uh, Dancing with the Stars this year, Olympic gold medalist from the uh, from the last Olympics. A cute little girl, a fine young lady. I don't know whatever whatever I can say that's not offensive. I've probably already gone over the line. But anyway, she's uh, seems to be a fine human being. She had some problems in uh, in Los Angeles yesterday. Scott, what were those problems? Well, it wasn't uh, yesterday. I believe it was last month. I'm but sorry. She went public about it. Uh, she was the victim of a racist attack where somebody drove up next to her car, cursed her out using racial slurs, and then sprayed her with pepper spray and then drove away. What is wrong with people? What? First of all, um, I don't know if you've ever been to Los Angeles or not. But if you're going to, like, get mad at every time you see an Asian person... There's a lot of Asian people in, in California. You're going to be pissed off a lot. That's that's all I'm saying to you. This It's a very diverse place is Los Angeles, California. So I don't, I don't know how you live in Los Angeles and are that virulently racist. You're, you're angry all the time. That's, that's all I can tell you is you're just always pissed off. Yeah, I don't get it, Scott. This is the 21st century. I mean... 
<laughs> Let's make no mistake. There's no century where that would have been a cool thing to do. But as the awareness and uh, the uh, peer pressure and social acceptability of that kind of shit just goes down and down and down. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know who does it. I don't know who has a group of friends that think that way. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's pockets of racism. You know, you can't say it's in the South. It's everywhere. It's you could find racist people and their families and shit but come on we talked about this internationally involving the uk soccer players who right. are the victim of the facebook live rant there's a lot of stupid people out there and our version of donkey of the day usually is some kind of light-hearted you know right type of joke but every now and then we got to put some people on blast that guy's a moron yep yeah and we we had two bad choices today mm -hmm. we had two really heavy choices because the other one we talked about was Henry Ruggs' attorneys for claiming the reason that he's being charged with uh, uh, the the crime that he's a, the felony DUI murder thing causing a death? Yeah, it, it's definitely not a good look for the attorneys, but they're also getting paid, so um, they right, kind of have to make a terrible argument. They're fighting, to try to, you know, and they're making one. do something for their client. And why? And why? Why is why did the, the woman die, Scott? It wasn't because Henry Ruggs hit her with his car going 156 miles an hour. Why did she die? Because her car turned into an involuntary stunt car for Fast and Furious. And? It was 600 plus feet in the air. But the attorneys are claiming the real problem is the firefighters, a little bit slow getting to her. Mm -hmm. They took too long. Jesus you know. Christ. I don't are know. Are you saying the firefighter should have been driving as well at 156 miles per hour? <laughs> is that the argument? Yeah. I, when I saw that, 156 miles an hour, that car went, her car, her RAV4 went 600 feet. The security cam footage is crazy. There's a there's video from some security camera of Ruggs's car just flying. Can't it do. really looked like mid-transformation Back to the Future DeLorean. That car was just zooming. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. So, you know what? Let's it's Friday. We've talked about it. Let's uh let's have a little more fun. Let's uh <laughs> this is, let's find out here, Scott. There was some drinking going on with the Ozmakers yesterday. It couple. could have been our play. It could have been our farm play, but yeah. we found something that was even, you know, easier. But this yep. was a nice one too, Scott. The oddsmakers were drunk yesterday. Let's find out why. Take it away, sir. So we're looking at a matchup between Kennesaw State and Creighton. Creighton, we know, usually very high-scoring team, a lot of three-point shooting. They're usually very, very good in Omaha. However. They lost pretty much every starter they had from last year's team. And Creighton is in the middle of a, let's just say a half rebuilding year. They're not really as strong as they were supposed to be. However, the total in this game, because of Creighton's reputation, was 148 and a half. Because you're assuming Creighton will score 80 something points. They'll coast defensively and the game might go over. Neither half in this game had more than 49 points combined. And the game landed 95. The game went under by 53 and a half points. Brutal. Brutal. I think there's I think there's some under money to be had in college basketball right now. Uh, Nathan Cerna said, yeah, like the firefighter told Ruggs to drive 150 miles an hour. Yeah, no shit. Um, so, yeah, that's a... Uh, that Creighton team, Scott, they had to replace everybody. They replaced yeah. all five starters. I know they struggled their first time out. They, they if it's a red flag that you're not close to covering against Pine Bluff, then you have some problems. Right. They were actually behind for some of that game to Pine to Pine Bluff. And uh, Pine Bluff, mm -hmm. again, one of our uh, one of our favorite fades. So 
uh, yeah, keep an eye on that Creighton team. They may be fadeable for a while because a lot of times, you know, it's kind of like the Yankees. We talk about the Yankees effect or the, the Cowboys effect or something like that where, you know, a lot of people just bet on them because of the name. That's that's true with Creighton as well. and uh, Especially out of conference because you're used to seeing them score 95 right. points out of conference play. Right, absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. So, all right, well, let's talk about some games, man. We got a we got a full slate, and I know uh, I, I know we like to have some fun, but we also like to get to handicapping some games. So uh, let's uh, let's start it off. Uh, well, I will go easy. We got we got a couple football games tonight, Scott. Cincinnati tries to get back on track, and I say that they're still undefeated, but they haven't looked great last few weeks as they head down to Miami, take on South Florida. Cincinnati 23.5-point favorites. That number has pretty much stuck. There's a little bit of Cincinnati. A couple of books have started to roll it up to 24, but it's pretty much 23.5 market-wide. Uh, 59 is the total there. So, I like the over. You like? The, I don't know how I'm not supposed to. You like the over in that situation? I kind of have to. Cincinnati's defense, which was the calling card, struggled against Navy, but you can make an argument it's a unique offense. Maybe they'll look better against other weak teams. Right. Tulsa moved the ball on them. They had two shots there to score on the goal line. Or not even two shots. It was basically they, eight they shots. They had two separate series. Two separate shots of four yeah. to score there. So they could have had 26, 28 points there. And South Florida lost last week. It's a high-scoring game. That game combined for 90-something points. South mm. Florida scored 40-something. I like the over because I know South Florida's defense is not very good. And Cincinnati's defense... I don't want to say it's leaking oil, but it's definitely not as great as it was earlier in the year. No, so I'm looking at the over in that game. It's definitely not. The, it's definitely not the dominating unit uh, that it was because they they started off the season really well, uh, yeah. g- giving up 14 or less in four of their mm-hmm. first four of their first five, stumbling only against uh, Indiana. But uh, they have, and again, the defense is still okay. It's still a very good defense, but it's it's definitely taking a step backwards. I, I don't hate that play as, as well. I'm also expecting South Florida to turn it over inside their 20-yard line at least one time in this game. Could certainly happen. Uh, I don't hate South Florida with the points. Any, any, do you have any desire to uh, lay the points with Cincinnati there? I can't because you were hoping after the struggle against Navy, Cincinnati would realize the committee hates us. We got to run. We got to run through people. Right. And they had a half no show against Tulsa. I do this. So I. Do- I I, I don't know what to think of this team. I, did, I, I don't trust them lying 24 and a half. I did this, I did this on my video uh, for, for the play of the day. And, and I talked about specifically how for three weeks in a row, I've said, well, you know, Cincinnati needs to impress the judges. Uh, they need to get those big statement wins and, uh, and do it with style points. And three weeks in a row, they've done nothing of the sort. So until they show me they can do that again, um, Ritter, Ritter's thrown an interception in three straight games. Um, I've, I've got it. I've got to, I've got to fade the team. That's kind of, they're not exactly coming on strong, but South Florida is a better team than they were first month of the season. So, uh, Brown's backer. Yeah. The game is in Florida. Yeah, it is. So it's, you're looking at a home team, you know, South Florida's going to get up for it because it's probably the biggest game on their actual schedule. I'm none of the fans there think they're going to win, but I do think South Florida will, especially on Friday night, have a decent crowd, so to speak. But I'd say end of that, I just can't lay this much with Cincinnati because they were just fumbling around against Navy and Tulsa. I really don't trust this team covering that huge of a number. No, I agree. And he talks, uh, uh, Nathan's talking about, our ninja talking about the fact that South Florida doesn't pass the ball a lot, which generally speaking is... I was saying doesn't run the ball. Or doesn't run the ball a lot, right. They're going to they're gonna have to pass the ball. 
which is true. However, they're not a big, they're not a quick strike offense as far as as far as throwing the ball. I mean, they do a uh, they do a decent job, but they average just six and a half yards per attempt, and that's that's. I'm just expecting a couple of interceptions, which should up which should set up short fields. Yeah, they don't. I'm looking at it. They're actually when they're when they're playing well, they're a pretty balanced offense. They they average 176 yards a game running the ball. Uh, not great. 4.3 yards per carry. That's not ideal. Um, not awful, but not not good. I would call that slightly below average. So I think they're going to try to run the ball because I think you you've got to keep the ball out of Ritter's hands, right? Uh, I think you have to. But truth is, Ritter is a quarterback that I noticed midway through the year. I think it was the Tulane game. He's supposed to be an arguably a first-round, second-round quarterback, mostly because of how weak the quarterback class is this year. I don't think he's very good at throwing the ball. I think that he's fine for, a, for an athleticism perspective. If you ever watched him try to throw the ball more than 20 yards, yeah, it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. Uh, they're talking about guys talking about the Pelicans OKC game, which is a game that we really liked OKC a lot in that spot last night. Well, the Pelicans I've hated on all year long. Not I good. tried the one bold play there, which didn't work out, where I backed them. Never again. Truth is, I don't know if you can even go near the Pelicans until Ingram, I don't know, looks or even just first of all, plays. Second of all, has a solid couple performances in a row because without him, this team can't score and they can't guard anybody. But Jalen Sports so, is Pelicans' worst team in the NBA. I I can't argue. They have with one that. win. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be. If you look at it on paper, they shouldn't be. But I can't argue with that. Yeah, one I one thought, win. I thought going into the year they would finish with around thirty wins. Their so, win total was thirty eight. I thought they finished with thirty and just call it a day. But we talked about it the other day, where we don't know if Zion would even bother coming back if they are potentially three and twenty five. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, we got another football game before we move on to the NBA. We got Wyoming and Boise State, Mountain West battle there. You know, this was a this was a Wyoming team, Scott, that looked absolutely like they were going to be uh left for dead. They really had done nothing. In fact, uh it all it took you know what it took, don't you? It took me fading them. That's I was gonna say Colorado State's run defense, but that works too. That's really well, and the Colorado State run defense hadn't been awful, but my god, they saved they saved it all up for last week. As uh, uh, Wyoming gashed him for 385 yards, about seven yards of carry, uh, they only threw for 92 yards, and people were like, well, that's not good. I'm like, fuck, why? Who cares? If you can run for 400, why would you ever throw the fucking football? You know, that's... you should ask Baltimore that question. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, um, which is the which is the real team, Scott? Is it the team that lost uh, 14-3 to New Mexico, loses 17 17 nothing to Fresno? Or is it the team that beats San Jose State and beats Colorado State? And for that matter, what do we got with Boise? Because they're they're a psycho team. Uh, they're a team that, again, we thought they were in bad shape as they lost two or three. They lost the Air Force, they lost in Nevada. And then they come in and they take care of business in, against Colorado State and then blow Fresno out of the park at Fresno. So ooh, will the real team please stand up? Who you got here? 14 points. I got the under. Uh, which is why it's tricky for me because a part of me thinks that Boise, if they actually play up to their potential, should cruise in this game because they're the better team. Right. But expecting Boise to play at their potential is such a monumental waste of time that I'm not even going to bother doing that. If I like a low-scoring game, which I do, I got to take the points. I'm not thrilled about it, but I think if you're expecting a game where first team to 20 
first team to 24 wins, then I got to take the points. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I tend to lean under on this one, too. Uh, Broncos' defense, for all their problems, the defense really hasn't been the problem. They've given up 20.2 points per game in conference play. The issue and, is that uh, Boise can't run the ball, and Bachmeyer is really not that good. Yeah, that's, that is def- that's exactly their problem. Uh, they can't run and they can't pass. Other than that, they're in great shape. So, I, you know, I do think that Wyoming is not going to run for 385 yards against them. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that bold prediction. I think this Boise State defense, while not as good as years past, is still pretty darn good. Like I said, they've seen the under hit four the four or five times. I think that's I think that's the play. I'm and when you when you're playing an under, Scott, you've almost always got to seriously take the double digit points, right? That's the, the tricky part. If you like Boise, but you expect to be a low scoring game you're not really leaving yourself that much room for error because you basically need Wyoming to score less than 14 points while Boise scores 27. Yeah. You're really threading the needle. So I'm going to take the points and I'll take the under. All right. By the way, Ninja said the Zion needs to lay off the fast food in the Mountain Dew. Don't disrespect Baja Blast like that. It's delicious. <laughs> Don't disrespect the Baja Blast. I, I, do you like all the different kinds of... Mountain Dew, the, the the live wire and the blackout and all that shit. I think they try too hard. Yeah. But I really do like the Baja, especially if you go to uh, Taco Bell and they have it. It's the only place you can get it. On, 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 get it on ice? Yeah. Oh, that Baja Blast is so good. I do the same thing. Uh, Magellan Sports says, Wyoming going to eat good tonight on the Smurf turf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't doubt it. I don't know. That, I don't know if they eat. Re- I don't know if they feast, but I think they have enough snacks to keep them close. Uh, Mountain West. I, I agree. Mountain West is a defensive conference. Yeah, agreed. A Baja Blast. Bounce back. Delicious. I think, I think he's behind us. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, a lot of guys talking about the NBA, Scott. So uh, let's take a look at the schedule. Generally generally speaking, pretty good fr- Friday evening schedule. So um, we've got a lot of games. I know there's some questions about the Brooklyn and the New Orleans game. A lot of guys talking about that in the comment section. High voltage. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Nathan, sir. Absolutely. High vol. All of it. Uh, uh, code Red. Code, one of my personal favorites. Love the Code Red. CFL. God damn. Matt. That's your that's your department. Uh, CFL. Yeah, I've bet, I bet two CFL games this year, eh? I really should dabble more in CFL. I haven't been that involved. It's a God damn, dude. It's so much fun to watch. Just the three downs. Everything goes fast. They've got the. How do you uh, not take an over? The, the punt going into the end zone's the, a point. The punts are live. You've got a screen. Oh, it's 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 killer. It's killer. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yes, sorry. Uh, when, when, I'm, when I'm going with the Nets. Yeah. How are you supposed to take yes. New Orleans? Juan Sandoval trying to keep us on track or keep me on track. Um, how, how are you supposed to take the? Uh, can't do the, it. The Pelicans. They're terrible. Can't do it. No fucking way. Uh, this team is one eleven four and eight against the number. Uh, Brooklyn's starting to play some good ball. I think they're starting to figure it out without who? Oh, that's right. That other guy, Kyrie. Um, well, Har- well, Harden started playing well. That's kind of why they've started to pick it up a little bit. He adjusted Harden, He adjusted his game. Yeah. He adjusted he's still trying to, you know, figure out the whole fouling situation, but he's had a couple of triple doubles. He's gotten his teammates involved. And the Nets, they have a really bad five, six-minute stretch every game when Durant and Harden are both out at the same time. It's a disaster zone. But Durant's the favorite to an MVP right now. Right. The guy just walks into 30-plus points. They killed Orlando by 30 on the road last game. I think they'll win this game by 15-plus. 
<laughs> Ninja's saying you should have taken a nap during the Ravens game. I should have. That's where I made a mistake. T-Train's found the Nets at eight and a half. Jump on that. You, so there's money. I'm not sure why I don't like the Pelicans. There's money coming in on Pelicans. Plays and people overreact, but who cares? All right, very good. I don't drink soda. Uh, Ninja, I've cut it. I, here's what I do. I have one soda on the weekends, like Saturday or Sunday, and I have one soda in the five days during the week. I've cut myself down to two sodas. Is uh, that called moderation? Yeah, it is. And okay. I was never, I'm never, are you a soda drinker, Scott? First of all, do you drink soda? I used to be. I was a huge soda drinker, and then I went to college, and the soda cost money, and the water was free. So I started drinking water all the time. There you go. Well, see, I've never been. It's one of my few bad food habits I don't have. I've never been a guy that just like walked around with a soda. I only drink soda with meals, and I, I'm a good water drinker. But anyway, uh, Cavs first half, uh, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, that's been a very solid play so far this season. I still can't believe Rubio drops 37 and 10 and the Cavs brought him off the bench in the following game. Show this man some respect. Agreed. 37 and 10. You're bringing him off the bench. Let Rubio cook, man. Let him do his thing. Uh, I had to take a shower for the Ravens game. So we're watching. We, we're, we're in this hotel room, right? Cause I had to get a hotel room. So my yeah, wife you made a mistake, by the way, you should have taken a shower during the Ravens game. So you wouldn't have had to watch it. Yeah. No kidding. So my, my wife and I, uh, we're, she's being forced to watch the game. God bless her because, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a terrible game. And she says, uh, what do we need here? I said, I need a fucking time machine to go back and make a better pick <laughs> because <laughs> we had no shot. I team total over in the Ravens game. I had the over in the pit game. Like, yeah, no, not so much. And you know, I'm, you know me, dude, I'm not an overs guy. I'm an, I'm an unders player forever. And it seems like every time I try to play an over, uh, not every time, but uh, it's well, just a friendly reminder for people that bet totals, not in basketball, of course, but in football, check out the weather because you're going to look at the teams and you could assume that everything should go according to plan. And then you see a massive storm brewing and you see the total keep dropping and you might think that the other people were drunk around you. Nah, they usually have a decent reason why to take unders on some spots. But of course it was really tough to not like the over. And then you see them a real rainstorm in the fourth quarter and you realize, Oh, so that's why the under money was pouring in. Right. You know, right. It's one but, of those situations, but the rain really didn't start to late in the game. And then in overtime. So that's what I'm saying. It was already pretty much dead before that, but the rain definitely didn't help. All right. Well, but by, by the way, I saw somebody asking about the Bellator card general rule, uh, rule of thumb. If you're betting underdogs in Bellator, you're typically losing a lot of money. The favorites win the majority of the time. Good tip. Knicks at Charlotte. Charlotte team kind of showed up the other night. That team's talented. They just can't guard anybody. It's like an over with the Knicks. I kind of have to, right? I mean, the people know the Knicks are being a great defensive team like they were last year. They have a bottom 10 defense in the league this year. And some of it was because of some regression. Mm -hmm. Because people were expecting the Knicks to duplicate that performance but they left a lot of wide open three-point shooters right. last year and a lot of the shots didn't go in this year the shots are going in so their defense looks underwhelming now i like the over because i'm expecting a lot of open guys on both sides of the ball i think you'll see that game be a pretty high scoring suns over grizzlies i like that suns team a lot i would monitor the status of Aiton and company because i know Aiton didn't play last game kaminsky went nuts as a result but wait and see if Aiden's going to play or not. I do think that's important. Okay. 
Uh, you seen any others roll across that we want to talk about? Um, let me see. Anything? Anything else that gets you? We got. We got a couple minutes left here. I was gonna say this team stinks, but do you want to lay six and a half with Portland against Houston? I really don't. Oh God. Uh, I'll pass all the way. Oh, I like the over in the Lakers Minnesota game. Okay. All right. I think that that total is too low. Both teams don't play much defense. We know the Lakers like to play up tempo uh, with the Westbrook dribbling it up court, et cetera. Davis has been great. We saw Edwards had 46 points against the Jazz last game. I think that total is too low. Give me the over. Ninja said he watched the game with his friends. We decided to play. Let's take a shot when the Ravens have the ball and don't score. Spoiler alert, I'm hang I'm hungover as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, good times indeed. Uh, anything from the ranks, buddy? We got a pretty uh, short schedule tonight. Uh, Oilers puck line over over Buffalo. God, I hate that. I hate that Sabres team so much. Uh, I would probably look for Edmonton in regulation. Okay, uh, that's the, another the puck way. line. I think. Yeah, yeah I think. You know, I'm I'm used to I'm used to the other sports and not playing the regulation. But yeah, that usually is. So you're 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 laying minus one seventy. Uh, Regulation you could probably find that around minus 120, minus 110. Okay. All right. Solid. Give or take, which I do think has some value to it. Okay. Uh, besides that, I think you got to look for Chicago puck line. I know Chicago's not a good team, but nope. we talk about Arizona every time they play. Played the Wild the other day, got killed. Same story, different day. I'll take Chicago. Okay. Very good. Uh, also took Lamar over 239 and a half yards. Maybe Hollywood Brown stops dropping the ball. Mm. Oh, so much. So much in that game. God. Yeah. All right. Oilers money line. Yeah. That's a, uh, well, that's, that's, I see somebody asking about San Diego State against BYU tonight. I really like that BYU. I really like that, uh, San Diego State team. The team's good. Of course, they screwed me in the tournament because they couldn't have shot in about 10 minutes against Syracuse. But I do like that San Diego State team. You know, defensively, they bring it every year. BYU, usually not a great defensive team. I do think that is probably the best team in their conference in the Mountain West. I don't mind San. I don't mind uh, San Diego State there. Maybe getting the job done. Okay. All right. Solid. Solid. Um. What else we got? Well, we do have some college games tonight. By the way, I want to do a quick shout out. We didn't do gambling at the Hero because I forgot. But I want to give a shout out to J.P. Mormon the second for that seventy-five footer. Oh, the game of against course. Arizona State. That could have been called the Cobbs Gambling Hero right there. Absolutely. I forgot about that, but shout out to Mormon because uh, he hit a 75-footer to beat Arizona State in Arizona State. Shout out to him. Uh, I think Aztecs are top 10 material. Uh, I don't disagree with that. I think, I think, I, I think it's think But possible. I learned last year, never bet the Mountain West in the actual NCAA tournament. But before that, they'll be really good. Yeah, very, very good. Um, Scott, I got, a, I got a sneaky one here. I like this Cal Davis team over Eastern Eastern Washington laying six and a half. Um, you know, we saw we saw Eastern Washington last time out, and they were they were um, okay. They ended. I, I said I like the over in that game against Nevada. They gave up ninety one points. Yeah, they they end up giving up ninety one points. Um, this is a Cal Davis team had a big upset last year. And I can't remember who it was, but you, you probably do. You remember who they beat? UC Davis. Yeah, I don't recall that. All right, good chat. Um, but anyway, they, they, uh, they beat a, what generally speaking is a pretty good Utah state team. They went out and took care of business, uh, at Utah state in their first game. So I like them coming back home, uh, taking on this Eastern Washington team that uh, played Nevada tough. They covered the number, 
but I think uh, I think they uh, I don't think they travel all that well in this spot. So I I take Davis there. I'm potentially looking at the total there, which I think is very tricky because UC Davis is actually a little a little bit of a slow team. Well, Eastern Washington is full steam ahead, so I think that you can probably find out in the first five minutes for a live total who's going to dictate the pace. Yes, Browns backer. That's usually where Scott's stuff is at winners and winners. Occasionally, it will be on Statsalt. It's actually usually on Statsalt. Oh, there you go. Either way. Okay, so yeah, check out check out Statsalt. Um, there Doing you go. college basketball write ups almost every day college football all that stuff good times Hurley's head exploded yes and that's always a good time isn't it that Arizona State team is going to be bad by the way they were disappointing last year and I got off of them early I think I wrote them a couple well they lost Martin they lost Christopher Mm -hmm. they weren't good to begin with not good little sisters of the poor tonight aka incarnate word oh yeah the IW I I, Baylor IW Uh, in the house tonight against Baylor Scott 35 and a half it, it's tough because Baylor, we know that they're still a good team. They lost so many great players from last year's team, man. I know. Where you're you're assuming they're going to retool and they're still going to be really good. I'm going to pump the brakes on a couple of teams that I know lost a lot of key personnel. If you want to take Baylor, that's fine because Incarnate Ward could have seven-year players. It still wouldn't be any good. But I'm going to pump the brakes on Baylor and see how they look following their ridiculous roster last year i'll tell you a team i won't pump the brakes on tonight and that's iowa over umkc uh this umkc team we, we talked about them yesterday they're a terrible team they're they're a, a year in year out they are a, a a very very bad team and uh i think 19 and a half even uh for this iowa team obviously that lost luca garza and uh, a couple other pieces but still very how good is team. bohannon still there it's, a, it's been 45 years yeah how has he been there uh, Kansas team total over 80 and a half. Ugh, yeah. It really comes down to how much does Kansas care about rubbing it in late? Well, Kansas is a team that's going to beat you with, they're going to play, they're going to play defense. Iowa. I think Iowa. uh, who's Kentucky play tonight, buddy. They play Robert Morris. I believe, uh, I'm I, more likely to lean to Iowa bingo. because you know, Iowa after scoring about a hundred in the opener, yes. I like the over in that game total is about 140. I actually wrote an article about that. Okay. If you think Iowa just walks into 90 points, I don't know how this game's going under. Loyola Merriman, uh, Loyola Maryland in 10 minutes, Scott, it's time for a snap cap. You got one. These guys are, huh. everybody's waiting. Uh, against South Carolina state. I know South Carolina State's typically a terrible basketball team. But if you're trying to get a last-minute bet in for fifteen in fifteen minutes, do it. Go to a meeting. Do no, it. But uh, lay actually, it. lay it. Lay the ten. Lay the ten. I'll, South I'll Carolina lay the wood. State. Let's have some fun. Let's Ab- lay the wood. Absolutely. You want some action here? Put that. Put that bet down. You can watch that game as you listen to our uh, college football show. <laughs> South Carolina State is always not good. A terrible basketball. They're they're one of the bottom ten teams uh, always. Uh, the year of the underdog, uh, well, we're going to find out. Hey, you know what? What a great segue, Scott. Let's get to it. We're about out of time here, brother. We got to get we got to get rocking and be uh, and be back for our college show. So there's just one thing left to do, everybody. It's put on your straw hat time. Put that piece of straw in your mouth. Climb on your John Deere. Hitch up your overalls because it is time, kids, once again to bet the farm all right skeeter we did have a bet the farm play yesterday that i revealed to the world how did it do 
we were in the rocking chair as the game went under by what felt like 90 points. Ah, they should all be that easy. Yeehaw! <laughs> we need to rehearse that, don't we? Uh, I don't know if we're doing it. I, I let that be your thing, you know? Okay. All right. Very I don't good. Wanna, I don't want to cramp your style. Yeah, well, this, this show only needs one goofy fucker. Uh, all right, here we go. So, Scott, speaking of underdogs, we're going to take one. Can I interest you in New Mexico State catching 51 and a half? Oh, my God, that seems like a lot of points. Who are they playing? Alabama? Uh, yeah, funny story. They are playing Alabama. So... We're going to lay out the case right now for New Mexico State plus 51 and a half. First of all, Alabama has played only one FCS team this season. That was uh, Mercer, the Mercer, the Bears. They beat them by 34, Scott. 34, that's not good. New Mexico State, you're used to them being a terrible team. And you know what? They are, but they're starting to score a few points because they've scored at least 21 points in six of their last seven games. Scott, if they get to 21 against Alabama, we're to rock solid. Would you agree with that? Truth is, if they get to 10, you might be fine because that would imply Alabama scoring 60. I think you're absolutely right. And New Mexico State, they've averaged 27.8 points per game over their last seven. Now, obviously, they haven't faced anybody like Alabama, but you know what? They've got some skills. They can they can put the ball in the end zone. And uh, in 2019, these two teams played, because I know you're going to look it up because you're vigilant cappers like that, and you're going to find this game, and you're going to say, wait a minute, fucker. Alabama just covered this spread two years ago as they beat the Aggies 62-10. to 10. However, uh, the Aggies drove the ball 70 yards to end the game, seven and a half minutes. They had the ball first and goal at the two-yard line and couldn't get it in. This year, I think they punch it in, Scott, Give me that backdoor cover. I don't give a shit. I'll go in the back door. Give me the New Mexico State Aggies on a play I'm sure everyone here is going to tail, plus 51 and a half. Plus, that team that won by 52, that Tua team, significantly better than this year's Alabama team. A little better team. little, little better team. Uh, than than this team, so that's good. Gonna... I know it's going to be intimidating in the first half. Bama will probably be up thirty five, if not forty, in the first half. Don't panic. Don't panic. They pull everybody. It's fine. I think New Mexico State can keep it close second half alone. Bama's going to open up a huge lead, take a nap, focus on conference games on the horizon. But I do think fifty one and a half is a lot of points. You look at Saban's numbers, laying fifty plus points. They're not very good ATS. Pound, pound that live 56 and 58. Pound it. That's what I'm saying to you when they go down 35 nothing midway through the second quarter. Do not panic. Everything will be fine. All right, so there yep. you go. Hey, we'll be back in just a few minutes to talk about this game a little bit more and a lot of other games as we have our, uh, as we uh, do our little thing, as we uh, do each and every Friday where we lay out our best college plays from the top 25. But that's going to put a wrap on it for the Bet the Farm. That's going to put a wrap on it for the show. That's going to put a wrap on it for this week. Scott, having a blast, man. I uh, I really, really am. Um, I'm having, having a good time interacting with people. I'm sorry. I know there's tons of comments we don't get to. We're trying to uh, trying to get to them as, as many as we can. And yours truly is uh, doing about eight different things here. 
and you know my struggles with technology. So uh, if I've missed anybody in the comment section, it's certainly no kind of a slight or anything like that. We appreciate all the comments, all the questions, all the plays that you guys put in there for each other. Best comment section on the internet. I'll stick by that. Scott, any final words? No, I'll see you again in 10 minutes. There you go. All right, you guys you guys have a great day. Good luck on all your plays. Thanks for checking us out. Like I said, come back and see us here in about 10 minutes as we'll be running down the top 25. All right, have a great weekend. Hey, man, let's go make some money. What do you say? Take care, everybody.